welcome world to the Mahdi's Garden Show. G'day my friends, this is Marty Ware from martysgarden.com.au, your host today for episode 4 for the Marty's Garden podcast. Welcome to all you newbies and people that have been listening for just a little while because we haven't been running the podcast all that long. And today what I am discussing is about the combination of compost worms and earthworms in the garden and how do we get this started and are they actually suitable to be together? Well. Firstly, I want to let you know they definitely can live together and they work in a way uh, quite well together if you can get them started. So how do we get them started? Well, firstly, you're going to need somewhere to start and build your populations. So I recommend having an out above ground worm farm, such as one of the plastic worm cafes or something like that, where you've got a few different tiers. And once you get good numbers of those, you can then set up a permaculture worm farm, which is an underground system. Now, you can make DIY ones, as long as you've got a nice big bucket, around about 10 litres, and you drill lots of little holes in around the sides and in the bottom so the water drains out. And what you do is you also have a nice tight lid, lots of holes in there as well, so you've got good airflow, and it's in a nice shaded position. Now, you need to fill it with compost, and then put the worms in there and some bedding over the top. So a little bit of mulch or something like that, or a bit of newspaper and things. And then you feed that area. Now around the outside of this worm farm, you need to have a lot of compost and mulch because they will be moving in and out of that underground worm farm, populating, laying their castings and their cocoons, and going backwards and in and out of that farm until eventually your numbers get quite big and then they start spreading out. So what we need to do there is make sure that the garden stays nice and mulched because the compost worms are in the top six inches generally. So there's two and a half centimetres to an inch, so around about 13, 14 centimetres, about half a ruler depth, and they are quite happy in there. But if it gets cold, they may go down deep and uh, go into a thing called diapause. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later because... Uh, we want to keep them right through the whole season and have them in there again uh, next year. So let's also talk about the earthworm. Well, the earthworm is a very interesting worm, and what it does is it loves compost also. So it's going to come up and feed in that compost zone, but then it's going to grab some of that material and take it back down. They love burrowing, so they'll burrow down nice and deep, creating those airways and pockets for roots and things to travel. And as those roots die off as well, those worms will go back up through those root system areas and eat and chew through there, making little worm highways for water and oxygen and everything to move. So the earthworm is a great tiller, and it also it's grabbing that organic material and taking it back down with it into the subsurface and then dropping its castings and things. So it's, it's actually tilling and fertilizing the soil and making it much better and healthier over the long term. It's also spreading the microbiology around as it lays the castings down deep and up in the soil surface. Now, the compost worms that are up in the top surface as they're breeding are also chewing through all that organic matter, moving the good biology around and spreading their casting. So they're putting humic acid and different types of nutrients through the garden, making it bioavailable for the plants because a worm casting is actually slow release. 
and it's just full of beautiful, lovely nutrients being pH neutral and everything from a seed to a big plant just absolutely loves it. So they work in harmony quite well together because the top six inches is the compost worm and then coming up there'll be the earthworm up there as well and he'll move up and down through that soil profile. Now you will get plenty of other zillions of organisms in there doing their own work as well but today what we're talking about is can these two worms actually be in harmony together now this is a long-term strategy guys like it will not happen straight away overnight you need to breed up your cocoons and you need to breed up the eggs and you need to make it a perfect environment for them so you've got to keep it very well mulched and not too hot and enough moisture so it doesn't dry out so cocoons don't dry out the baby worms don't dry out and the big mature ones which are doing all the breeding and laying all the cocoons are nice and happy also and when you've got your underground permaculture worm farm they all meet up in there and they'll go into worm ball and touch each other and that they that way they can get fertilized and lay more cocoons so over time they will spread out through the garden and you may decide if you really want to take it on to have maybe two or three of these underground permaculture worm farms in big mulch zones at the end of the garden or in the middle of the garden or under a tree or something like that. So it is a very good long-term strategy for creating your own organic fertilizers in the garden. Because remember, when we restore soil balance, so the health of the balance of the soil, uh, all these microorganisms working together in harmony with photosynthesis of the plants and then they start feeding each other. So all those nutrients become available. We're not worrying so much about things like NPK and things like that because this has all been balanced by just like the nature of the floor in the forest. It's, you know, no one's throwing in NPK fertilizers in there for those trees to grow. So if you get an understanding of that, what we want to do is we want to feed the soil and not the plants and understand that the soil is a living organism. We've absolutely millions upon billions of things in there just doing their job to keep the plants alive. And the plants are selling down, sending down all those wonderful sugars and carbohydrates to keep those things going as well. So they're working together in harmony. And that's great because it's all about recycling and the involvement of it all. So over time, you may notice that in the seasons when it starts getting cooler, you need to keep that mulch on nice and thick because the insects will go down into the mulch there and they'll go into diapause. And that includes a lot of the worms they'll go down deep and find a spot and curl up and go into diapause and the diapause is actually when they go into a form of hibernation they slow down their heart rate a worm has five hearts so it's got to slow down all those little hearts there and they basically nearly stop beating and just slow right down until things warm up again and same inside the, the cocoons little eggs inside there will go into diapause also and when it warms up, they'll shoot out new little worms and start all over again. So if we take good care of our gardens and our worm populations in all areas for our earthworms and our composting worms, we'll get great healthy gardens and awesome results. So there you go, guys. They definitely do like being in harmony together and they work fantastic together. And over the long term, after about six months to a year, if you keep it up, you'll see amazing results. All right, I'm Marty Ware from martysgarden.com.au. I hope you enjoyed episode four. Please share this with your buddies. Head over to martysgarden.com.au and check out my courses over there and any of the free newsletters and things like that that are going on. 
and you just may find some interesting topics to help you learn more about organic gardening and growing awesome, awesome food. Have a great day, happy gardening, and I'll catch you at the next podcast real soon. Bye for now.